0: On behalf of Archie and myself, we would like to take the opportunity to say Happy Thanksgiving to all. But before you go deep-throating a turkey leg, we need you to go to www.nttfgpod.com and subscribe. I'm Rock.
1: And I'm Archie. Well, our opinions, they might not matter to some, but... What are you doing in there? It's a podcast! Immature. Crash. Trashy. And those are their good qualities. These poor schmucks are a couple of IQ points away from eating paste. But when it comes to music, sports, and comedy, well, that's all they know. You're listening to Not These Two
2: Fucking Guys.
1: Not These Two Fucking Guys podcast. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, son?
0: What are you doing?
1: Uh... I am home during the day, sober, and talking to my best pal, Rocco.
0: Wow. What a fucking warm welcome that is. I appreciate
1: that. It's a little different than when we talk at night.
0: Yeah. We don't like each other at night. During the day, best pal. This won't last long, though, I'm sure.
1: (laughs) But at night, you know, a beer or two, maybe a little dummy on a gummy.
0: There we go. And away we go.
1: Did you catch... Kevin Hart's special on Netflix, new special, Zero Fucks Given.
0: I did, and the first thing that really wowed me about it was his fucking living room.
1: Yeah, I thought it was going to be bigger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, do you think, like, like, there was, was, like, a little platform stage there? Yeah. Like, is his living room normally set up like a fucking comedy <laughs> club, or, like, a is going to happen there? or Like, what?
1: You know those I, wackadoo celebrities, There, there. it might be. No, probably not. No, it's, it was probably all nice and staged, you know him, because when he does something, he does something 110%. So it was probably all, you know, platform was built. I, I can guarantee, I don't know why I'm even thinking about this. I can pretty much guarantee that all all that you saw those people sitting on, it was all rented furniture, like they put all his furniture in storage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was mm-hmm. all rented and, uh, you know. The movie, his movie posters were all up all over the. the yeah, they look they the nice. They
0: anything, did. like, does he really have all his shit up? Like, it would be cool, cool to display it like that. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. He might. He might not. We don't know. Unless, unless that one day we get invited to his crib and we check it out. That's
0: it. That, that day is probably coming in the, in the near future.
1: Near future. Uh, what I liked about this special, so, so, so I, I don't mean to be this guy, but it's not his best. It wasn't his best. But uh-huh. it, it was funny. It had its, it had its raunchy parts, like a Kevin Hart special would. It had its laugh out loud type of uh, humor. But I wanted it to
0: be a little more better. Is that a little a little funnier? Would you say a little more better. All right. You have the balls to fucking say his comedy special wasn't the best, and you can't even <laughs> speak proper fucking English. <laughs> what is this world coming to? <laughs> uh i'm tired you, your profs on a microphone that should be our actual our really name for the podcast <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> i'm sorry the, the linguistics expert over here was saying that the comedy special wasn't up to par go ahead you tell
1: Listen, uh i i liked i liked the episode um did i laugh as hard as his other uh other specials no but i but i i I'm a fan, so I really liked it. I liked it. It was the intimate of his house. I like the topics. Like, uh, you can see that his specials are growing with his kids as he, you know, as he yeah. duly notes that, you know, like he's talking about his kids and now they're older and he's like fucking older kid problems and that type of shit. It was good. It was, it was very good.
0: He, I'll tell you what about Kevin Hart. He's one of those entertainers that anything he does, I'll watch. Yeah. Right. And what I think, what it, what it may, you know, it could have been funnier. Sure. Anything can be funnier. I feel that like his mannerisms and like his stage presence keeps you engaged the entire time. Like, and I, I think that's what I like the best about him.
1: Every time.
0: Uh, uh, <laughs> no, I don't want him. No, no.
1: <laughs> he has, he has that like uh like when he makes fun of his wife or like a girl voice no yeah. uh yeah no I, he's got, he's got like the when they do a close up on his eyes yeah <laughs> yeah the bug-eyed look the
0: big bug eyes nah,
1: yeah let's let's be honest kevin hart is you know fucking the elite of comedians uh everything he does is awesome uh but yeah he he had fucking covid nobody knew
0: or as he said, he had the vid. The vid. I had the vid up in me.
1: It's funny because he was he was referring to uh Tom Tom Hanks and Kevin Hart had the the vid at the same time, but he's like, I ain't gonna put that on the public and have Tom Hanks overshadow me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's
1: like, you can't you can't fucking you can't fuck with with a uh, Far's Gump. No shot, <laughs> but uh, his special was dope. It, it was good, you know. I, I take it back. It's I, I don't want to say you know, I wanted it to to be funnier, but I don't know. There was something I just I think I'm just I, uh, what, what special was not the last one, but the one before that. Mm-hmm. I think with the heart in the middle of the stage or something like that. That was just fun. I just remember like laughing from start to
0: end, you know. Listen, it also I think it also depends to what environment you're watching it in yeah you know like if you're watching it like on your phone real quick eh. yeah if
1: you're yeah, home
0: yeah. you just uh you had some of the devil's lettuce in you oh maybe a shot <laughs> of old uh jmo gotcha listen it like light- you know lightens the mood right yes absolutely but like, you, you don't need that to watch comedy but if they say like you know you don't need running shoes to run but it helps <laughs>
1: Wow, a philosophical Rocco during the day <laughs> Wow Everyone check out Zero Fucks Given Kevin Hart, out now Support
2: I walk a hundred pound pitbull down the street on am a tall looking son of a bitch okay? I walk a three pound people down the street I look for my husband walking behind me
1: Rock What's up homeboy? Oh man Tonight, we are blessed with the luck of the Irish. We are. Our next guest has been seen all over New York City and has been seen regularly at the New York Comedy Club and some shows at Caroline's on Broadway. She's got a monthly show called The Transplant. Tran- Excuse me. I'll edit that one. Huh? Transplants Comedy That's Show. That's
0: edit because he's a fucking <laughs> stuttering prick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, her monthly show at the Transplants Comedy Show every fourth Saturday at 7.30 at QED. You could also um, hear her.
2: <laughs> it's now because there's a pandemic. <laughs> so it doesn't exist right now. <laughs>
1: she doesn't have a monthly show at the Transplants Comedy <laughs> Show. Every- <laughs> okay. You can also hear her podcast, The Shift, available everywhere. Welcome to Not These Two Fucking Guys podcast, the very funny Katie Boyle.
2: Hi. Thanks for having me.
1: What's going on? Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and for me fucking up that intro. So thank God we edited this shit. <laughs>
2: that was funny. You <laughs> just keep it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like a lot of things in life. How's everything going? Uh you're in uh New York City right now?
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: We're in Jersey. Not too far. We're about twenty minutes away. Nice. How's everything going over there as far as uh you know? pandemic shit and yeah you
2: know. it's grand i like the pandemic i don't want people to die but i was tired so <laughs> <laughs> time it's to nice. slow
1: down a little
0: bit
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's lovely if you know we can all take that going forward yeah like, you know
0: so like uh when there isn't a pandemic how many nights a week are you out on a stage every night wow
1: really yeah, yeah. just brushing up on the craft right
2: yeah, well, with the outdoor shows, we've been out like most nights as well still, but I just haven't been working a day job. So
1: So take take it back real quick for the people out there that don't know who you are. Um, it's a lot of people. Us <laughs> too. don't feel bad. Uh, I'm, I'm going down a rabbit hole and I'm on Instagram and I'm looking at some comedians. You know, this podcast, uh, Musician, Athletes and Comedians. We love stand up uh, comedy, Rocco and I. I'm going down a uh, little rabbit hole. Right. I'm looking at uh, female comedians and I see Katie Boyle. I've never heard the name clicking. Let's go. I clicked from the start, man. Very funny. Uh, uh, Your comedy risque. I like it. Some of it. Huh,
2: yeah. Right. <laughs> dad, my dad unfollowed me on Instagram. So.
1: <laughs> where,
2: it took him a while to unfollow. In fairness, I'm surprised he lasted so long. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I told I, I called Rocco. I said, yeah, I think I want to I want to try to get her on the podcast. I think she's very funny. Where you came from Ireland, obviously. Mm-hmm. But when did you come over? Why did you come over? And you where you ended up in NYC?
2: uh i came over because i have an art degree and i came over to work for i like to try and get an art internship but six months in i hated the art world here and then i started comedy that was it that was six years ago really so yeah
1: ah almost like uh we had mark norman on the podcast not too long ago and he said something like he came over like it would have but right rock it was like a film background or something like that yeah yeah and he's like yeah oh, we're it. just all
2: failed yeah. artists <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
1: So, so you ended up in NYC um, six years ago, and what made you step on stage the first time? Why?
2: Um, I I went to a comedy show and I saw a woman performing, and she was really funny, and I was just like, I want to do that. That was it, really. And then I just started going to a show, and then they let audience members tell a joke, so I got up and did that, and mm-hmm. that was it. It was just because, like, this sounds really stupid, but it is similar to art in a way, which I know a lot of comedians would fucking hate, but I mean. <laughs> I came over from having like a studio space in Ireland to having nothing here, no money, no studio space that our people were, am I allowed curse on this? Of course. They were kind of cunty. (laughs) (laughs) They were so horrible. And then the comedians are so nice and I've been hanging out with shows and stuff. And then it's just, you could create something with no means, you know, like I didn't need to, and I had no money. So, and then, you know, people laughing is like, Oh, it's fun. So yeah, that was it.
1: How would you compare? Where you were living in Ireland to here living wise like like
2: like I lived in a house in Ireland you know with mm. a stairs and a second floor for <laughs>
1: and a floor <laughs> and a roof for three hundred a-
2: <laughs> three hundred euros so that's like uh, now I'm a thousand dollars in a tiny apartment but I still prefer it because like you know here nobody knows your business and you're able to be who you want to be like at home it's like a small little town and everybody knows your shit you know and you can't really like branch out or whatever so yeah, gotcha. new york where
1: are you finding your inspiration i mean like did you did you watch comedy back in the day that you would do you would draw from like where are you drawing for your act your inspiration
2: um i don't know i used to watch irish comedians like i don't sometimes when comedians are talking about comedians i feel a bit dense because i'm like i don't know who the fuck that is yeah. um <laughs> so so it comes yeah. inwardly huh
1: so it comes from inward it just comes yeah, from well, a special I think
2: place irish people are like in general we've always like been storytelling people and we don't like um to talk about our feelings and stuff we usually use it humor to express how we feel so it's kind of easier if that mm. makes sense so plus yeah. my dad's really funny he's super funny so um I talk a lot about him. So really, he should be doing it, not me. But you know, uh,
0: and <laughs>
2: he's a policeman, so.
0: Now, he, now, your, your family is still in Ireland.
2: Yeah, they're all in Ireland. Yeah, my brothers and sisters and my parents. So.
0: Did they ever come
1: back? Did they ever come over and say, you know, hang out with you here, or do? You- you know, yeah like, my dad
2: does, it, I don't yeah. I, my dad my dad does I don't actually speak to my mom I haven't in like 12 years but she tried gotcha. to get me cancelled when I went back but I'm just not that successful so <laughs> <laughs> it was nice I was like oh she thinks I'm doing better than I am <laughs> she emailed like a, a famous Irish management place but mm-hmm. they don't represent me so I was like thanks <laughs> they told my friend
1: <laughs>
2: but my dad's great he comes over
1: uh, when he can I went on immediately, I went on YouTube, and I was looking around, and I wanted to just talk about a couple of things that you have in the works, hopefully still. Um, first of all, I felt fucking dumb myself when I looked at IRL. You are. Like, we, meet, we met IRL.
2: Oh, yeah, I only learned that as well. That's why I used it. I didn't know it meant in real life either. So right. until, like a, <laughs> until I started doing that.
1: So. so I'm like this, I'm like, we met IRL. I'm like, uh, all right, well, here comes the fucking age coming through. All <laughs> right. So what do I do? Well, I'm not fucking, I go to the Googs and I fucking look it up and I'm like, here we go. All right. So I am fascinated with one of the topics that you like to talk about a lot. I see throughout your social media and YouTube, dating. Even yeah. dating dating apps like Rocco and I. Not that we're we're not too old, but <laughs> we kind of missed that train. where like dating apps got big like I don't know, fucking ten years ago, eight years ago. You know, we have friends that are like, bro, you gotta see this. I'm on fucking Bumble Look Just at this swiping shit, all day long. swipe and swipe, swipe, swipe. I'm like, uh, uh, I, I guess that's great. I, I don't know. So we we missed that train for a hot minute. But how do you feel today? using like dating apps either yourself or your friends or whatever
2: um i'm like such a hypocrite because i did like a series podcast all based on being anti online dating and now the person i'm seeing i met online but (laughs) 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 but it's just hard i was very against it because uh like in the real world in the normal world it's just it's i would prefer to meet someone in real life and then there's that whole thing of like are they still on the apps and i don't know it just freaks me out but in the pandemic is the only way to meet people now. So it's actually brilliant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess like the world, like now fucking evened out with the dating app as far as well. Now you need me because like, (laughs) because like before, like I would work in, I work in advertising and I'd have kids that are younger than me, like probably in their like mid twenties or something like that. And they're always on dating apps. And I go, bro, don't you fucking meet somebody at a bar? He's like, what? I'm like I'm like no seriously stop fucking around Wu-Tang rappers and fucking yeah. yo listen <laughs> uh, just what about meeting somebody face to face he's like no bro man, no you just swipe. <laughs> just swipe I'm like okay I guess this is the way of the world now <laughs>
2: But I even found that when I moved over to New York, that like in Ireland, it was way easier on a night out, like on a session to get the smooch off somebody because you're going out to smooch. Whereas here, people just go in their little groups and they're like with their friends now. And mm-hmm. it was only like the weirdo of the weirdos who would come on to you. And other than that, like it's easier. You would meet nicer people on online unless someone introduced you to someone. But I, yeah, I think it's more of an online culture here, for sure.
0: How unauthentic are Irish pubs in the U.S.? compare to where you're from
2: very i actually worked in a pub for years and they called themselves a neo-irish pub and it was just a normal pub owned by an irishman
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> just exactly like the ones at home so yeah we just have normal pubs at home
0: so you said you work you know you go out, you try to get on a stage every night is it basically just working out do you work out new material every night or do you have you know like your act and just try to add to it
2: um i would always do like some of my act like because you know people pay so <laughs> like, <laughs> and then some new jokes in in between as well so that i can keep growing it but yeah i wouldn't just go up with like a whole new yeah so a bit of both to answer your question
0: so <laughs> let me ask your question so uh, you come up with a joke and you you put it out there how many times do you have to like not get like the reaction that you want for you to like like all right this is this is dead
2: um I don't know. Some, sometimes you're like, ooh, I'm holding on to that," and only I like it. <laughs> um, so probably sometimes a bit too long, but yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess it's so it's tested anyway. You know, like usually a joke is tested online. Or, you know, you know, yeah, yeah. maybe three times, <laughs> three or four times, <laughs> and then be like, "Gotta kill it."
1: How how crazy is it that like almost every comedian nowadays if you just look them up check a little background they have a podcast
2: yeah but it's any way to make money like you know if you're doing comedy in new york city that the spot pays are only like 20 25 a spot okay um if you're not doing guest spots and then uh you know podcasts if you build it you can make money off advertising or patreon or all that shite so yeah, everybody has to have a podcast I told my dad to get a podcast <laughs>
1: everybody <laughs> can get a podcast yes yeah the uh We'll we'll blast your link out too after the episode's done for Patreon. Um, how is that? Because I, I, we were talking, I was talking to Rocco about it. I was like, Yo, should we go on it? I'm like, I don't know. Like, is it something that people should all do?
2: Yeah, but then it's really hurtful when people delete their payment. It like it's more. Oh, it's I do like, nothing ooh. about
1: it. That's why I don't know. Nothing so about
2: it. people just sign up and they pay you. Like mine's like just five dollars a month or whatever five okay. euro. I don't know what it is, and then. Um so it's just people who want like extra content um, and you, it's like a fucking ton of extra work to be honest with you. But then like at the end of the month, you could be getting like $200 extra a month. So gotcha. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, it was a toss up for us, right? We were going to do their Patreon or OnlyFans, right? Our... <laughs> only yeah, do fans,
2: right? Only fans. I just want to get your dick out. That's fine. I, guess. <laughs> I don't want to get my boobs out. Yeah. We
0: don't want to embarrass ourselves. So yeah. <laughs> Like so,
1: all right so speaking of your podcast or a podcast i did check out your podcast and let me tell you <laughs> what the fuck happened so i go on your podcast i think it was on like on stitcher or something and i was clicking on the play button one and i th- I, I actually wrote it down because I, I listened to pretty much the whole thing i heard her vagina cough <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Br- brendan <laughs> so and then <and> steve <laughs> steve mullen Mm. which is very funny. I actually looked him up afterwards. I was like, oh, yeah, he's, he's a funny dude. Um, Argentinian and Irish. What of yeah. mix, that is. So I was clicking on a play button, and like, I guess my computer froze or something, and it just wasn't playing. So then I like skipped down the timeline, right? Rock, <laughs> you ready for the line? This is what it opens up. It goes, finger in the butt. <laughs> um. <laughs> i think it was i think it was was a brendan that said that if it's if there's a wait uh, i feel like it's a
2: steven thing he talks about getting fingers in the arse all the time he loves it
1: okay like it was like finger finger in a butt or if a one-night stand It's a one-night stand should get a finger in a butt something like that
2: oh she oh that's a brendan quote Uh, yeah yeah yeah. yeah,
1: okay okay that's what i heard and i was i I go
2: oh the shift here we go (laughs) yeah we talk a lot about fingers and arses (laughs) (laughs) apparently men love getting a finger in their arse but no man has ever asked me for for it so oh. do you like getting fingers in your well arse?
1: Well, well, they're not adventurous, are they?
2: <laughs> what about you two boys? Do you like finger in your arse?
1: That's the first time I heard that over Zoom. Uh, I'm gonna go with no. <laughs> Wait, what yes. did you
2: say? You said no, no. Go and you said no.
1: No, fuck that. Why not? Sometimes okay. you gotta go down under. Yeah, but Australian.
2: your ass.
1: <laughs> oh, my yeah. ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I misheard the question. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You should let your missus finger your ass, presuming you have a missus.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, when we're off with the podcast, I'm going to bring it up to management outside the door.
2: <laughs>
1: we'll see where it goes.
2: Well, I don't know. Consistently, somebody on my podcast brings up that men like a finger in their ass and it's unrepresented, that straight men like it. So right, then every time see, I'm dating someone, that. I'm like, Do you want me to do this? And they're yeah. like, God, no. So I don't know. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, some people are adventurous. Some people aren't. <laughs> um, I listened on. I said, okay, finger, finger in the butt. The shift has my attention. Here we go. So I listened on and I've just found it interesting that it led to a part where it was something about um, if people who may or may not know me are new to the podcast, I've really only started masturbating a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no shit. That just sounds. Yeah. I don't know, it just sounds different to me and and you're like yeah you're like I really just really didn't and and that's I, I i commend you for being that open on every on on your you know all your platforms so yeah. tell me where the shift came from how <laughs> this it's mostly like a dating or yeah. the, the dating relationship sex that type of podcast correct
2: yeah exactly and i think the steer on it was that like with the masturbation thing it's just that there's a lot of shame for women in Ireland and nobody talks about it but like you know guys are like oh I just fucking wanked and it's like yeah. over the breakfast they're saying that you know it's so casual <laughs> like guys need to come and then there's yeah, all yeah. these like wound up like I, my theory is that like women feel shame after sex you know so let's say firstly you're told that sex is shameful and no matter what even if you're in like a progressive thing there's slut shaming that's just the way the world is even the most progressive mm-hmm. women are slut shamed if they have like loads when night stands and stuff and then if they go out and have sex and the sex is bad and they don't orgasm they feel shame but I think it's more just that you're not you don't know your body and it's anticlimactic mm. so I think if women were like orgasming and knowing their body it would feel good and then you'd be like this is great this is like <laughs> you know so but you just don't tell you know they don't even tell us about like the clitoris and stuff like that so that was kind of my goal was to like learn about all these things and talk yeah. about it openly and comfortably and since i'm mm. so innocent looking and sounding um then <laughs> ideally you know women like me will be like more comfortable to talk about it and touch gotcha. stuff. like we did like i watched porn for the first time on the podcast and i got a vibrator for the first time during the podcast so mm. i went to a sex club i didn't partake in the sex club but i still went
1: so ah. see, so you're getting the works
2: yeah, yeah, just like whatever. <laughs> Try to I just think like they act like sex is like I don't know, like something so it's something so private, okay. And that's yeah. fine, it can be private, but if we don't talk about it openly, there's a lot of people not having good sex or not protecting themselves properly. Um, like a lot of women in Ireland, you know, got HPV and died from it. And nobody knows because nobody knows what the fuck HPV is and just, everybody has it but they just happen yeah, to have yeah, the cancerous yeah. strain. So it's like, if we're not talking about it. Like it's mental. Why wouldn't you? And people get all uncomfortable and grossed out. And it's like, it shouldn't be, you know, it should be just... Whatever. People have balls. Who cares? <laughs> you know? so you're, you're providing a public service, basically, is what you're saying. Well, you know, and then your father unfollows you on Instagram. So, oh, <laughs> you know, we'll see. No Irish man will ever marry me because of it. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, they're not going to be like, mommy, I'm dating the girl from the internet. Talks about touching herself every... Monday.
0: <laughs> um, your podcast and your your comedy. This, do you have awkward conversation with your dad? No, you said he unfollowed you on Instagram, but you know, yeah. is it like
2: I don't even know if he actually did. He called me and told me he wasn't following me when I did some, like, this is where the clitoris is uh, video. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, that's too much. <laughs> and I, and
0: Archies, I've done Archies, like. Go back and listen to that episode. Big notes. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. And I've done like stories on my Instagram about like a condom getting lost inside me and he stuck on after that. So, parents. <laughs> well, he's I'm probably like, well, she's
0: practicing safe sex. What could I say? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he did ask me once to block my brothers because. I did a licking balls video joke thing, and he was like, "I can't listen to them." They were just like, "Jerk, he's licking balls." (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you know, he's cool. Like, you know, he know he's like very supportive, and I think the fact that we're very close because my mom was such a evil uh, demon lady. He's Mm -hmm. just like, I'm just glad she's happy, you know. So, you know, it all kind of works out. He's 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 like cool. He's like pretty progressive and stuff. So,
0: you're the only uh, the only girl in your family.
2: No, there's two of us, and sorry, there's three of us and two boys. But I'm the only one from my father's, I'm my dad's first child, and then the rest are from my stepmother.
1: Gotcha. I'm sure you heard this a million times, Katie. Smoochin', uh, Um Right, Irish slang that you're just saying. Yeah. So, how, <laughs> can you give give us a couple?
2: Okay, so for sex slang, yeah. you want to hear sex yeah. slang? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. so like, uh, lick. No, wait, sorry. You say eating out. Yeah, we say, yeah. Okay, we this is We say it, this is lick it. out. Because eating's weird. I don't want you eating, my badge. <laughs> Lick it. Maybe tug. Maybe nibble. But don't eat it. <laughs> oh, like having sex is like a ride, like a him. Okay. But also works as a compliment as well. Like he's a ride. Like he's hot. Um, okay. Actually, a hot person in Ireland is a... Now, and it's nothing to do with the reference of white person, it's mm-hmm. to do with an Irish word. So crack means fun or good. So you'd say someone's a cracker. Like they're really mm. good looking, but you not gotcha. like, not like that. They're not, you're not being like, wow, they're so white. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Um, and yeah, I don't know what else. Shift means kissing the shift. So the podcast actually means the kiss. So
1: I wanted to get to that because I had a question. I, cause I think you did say something about that. You want, uh, you referenced like, you know, I want to shift him, right? Would you, would you say that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so the shift means kiss, kiss yeah. him, kiss, kissing. Yeah. The shift, ah, I like it. How long have you been doing the shift? And talk to us a little bit more about it. Like you're bringing guests on, you have your comedian friends. There was a, I think a, uh, you said it was like a Stephen Mullen that was on. Yeah, mm. talk to us a little more about the the shift.
2: Um, so I started about two years ago. I'm um, what month is it? Okay. So it's November. I think we met in October to talk about it, me and Des Bishop. And then we banged out a few episodes and then by February we had like put it out there. And um, he doesn't do it anymore because he's like in love now and doesn't have time. <laughs> uh, so he hasn't done it for a few months, but he'll come back on again whenever he wants. Uh, he's great. Um, uh, but yeah, that was it. We just tried to interview like Irish comedians or American people or guests. And it was just meant to be like the difference between the two cultures and uh, sex wise and shame wise and dating and relationship, as many mm-hmm. topics as we can get out of that. So Yeah.
1: Well I like it. I thought it made me blush. I was like, okay. Yeah. I was doing some freelance work. I was I was listening yeah. to it. I was like,
2: oh all right, Forget about it. here we go. Yeah, <laughs> when, yeah. when I first when I when I first started doing it like I'd wake up with like huge regret. Like what am I doing? Yeah. Um but now it's fine. It all yeah. worked out.
1: Yeah I mean sometimes I talk to Rocco and I'm like, uh, you know, what we say is, you know, when we put it out there, it's forever. I mean, yeah, I know. It's so, you know, there's people down the road that are going to look at us and say, not these two fucking guys. What a bunch of schmucks, you know? So,
2: yeah, I just hmm. like mean for like, this is the other thing with women as well. Do you know, men get away with more, I am like I when I was doing it I wasn't making sure like not meaning to but like no Irish man will ever will ever marry me because of this podcast <laughs> and that's just it they'd have to be extremely <laughs> open and progressive but you know like there's just, I just so much of my business it's so open so American men are a bit more chill with that stuff but yeah that was something when I started doing it. I was like oh I'm just
1: yeah well, so open a friend once told me you can't put the toothpaste back into the bottle
2: yeah, but fuck it <laughs> for my
1: career, you know, Right. I do a lot. <laughs> I before I, I know we only had you for a short time, but before I we get to um, what any future plans you have, uh, I want to talk about one thing because I thought this was fucking awesome. I went on your website and uh, yo roast battle. Oh yeah, yeah. You, even though I think you weren't the winner, but I thought it was fucking great though. Um Thanks. First of all, in the crowd, I don't know if you saw this rock. Can you hear me? You're looking at me like I you're not. I can, can you
0: hear me? I, I just had my, my power flashed on and off, so Schmuck. Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. okay. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: thank God we can hear you. Thank the Lord. Um, in the in the in the crowd, you got you got Ross Voss, you got fucking Big J. You have Ari Shafir, you got um I think there was another I recognize his voice, another guy out there that was like pretty big. Like, yo, you you're going on stage roasting I think it was Elijah or something like that, whatever his name was.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and th- that, that's got to be fucking nerve-wracking. Like, talk to me about that.
2: That um, night, at least. Yeah, I had done a bunch of them before I'd done that one. Um, so I wasn't too nervous and like, you know. okay. But yeah, no, it is a little nerve-wracking. Yeah, no, absolutely. But it's just once you get up there, it's fun and it's like adrenaline. And you can't, once you have the jokes, you're grand. But actually, that fight was bad for us because they asked us to do it four days before. Okay. And they told us because they were asking us so last minute that they we'd only have to do 12 jokes, not the usual 15. And they forgot about that on the night. And so we had both said that we felt they would do that and just okay. forget. So we had extra jokes written. But afterwards, you were like, thank fucking God, because I would have been embarrassing, like, you know. Um. Wow. Well, yeah, it, you know, I don't know. It, it's like, a, yeah, it's a little nerve wracking, I guess. But... I mean you got some
1: big names out there You got a fucking roast master Oh yeah but none of
2: them mean anything to me Do you know what I mean Mm, Like none of them None. I've never I didn't grow up with these comics Like (laughs) like, Who the fuck are you (laughs) Yeah like The first time I met Jeff Ross I was like He was just really nice And he just like I felt like Oh like Oh he's like a cool person But the first time I met Des Because he was famous in our country And he's now a friend of mine But I was like Oh hello hello You Mm -hmm. know like I was like a fucking goofball Yeah So American comedians It's not like they're not. They, I don't feel that starstruck or whatever. Like, of course, I'd respect, but also, like, I'm going up there prepared, so I don't really. I don't know. I don't think about it. Enough. Maybe I should be more nervous.
1: <laughs> no, I hope no. Don't Maybe don't I be. go back in time. <laughs> if it wasn't for that idiot on that podcast, I would have never been so nervous ever.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I just don't. I don't worry about it.
1: Uh, talk talk to me about preparation for that. Like, do they It's, usually... fucking,
2: it's a lot of work. I stopped I'm doing sure. them. It's too much work. Like, it's how like... much time do you get to do that? Usually you'd have like a month, but we only had a few few days for that one. But like I have like uh, obsessive personality, so I'd like be like fucking googling them nonstop, going through like all their old Facebook photos, trying to find stuff. And I usually have like fifty jokes written for it. So it's and then you never use them again. It's it's too much. It's not it's not worth it. I think like a lot of people were doing it because they there was the Comedy Central roast and they were trying to get on that, but then. There's, there's not really any opportunities in that and a lot of people that kind of affected their career like some people didn't get the Amazon prime stuff because of the roasts of the roast online and the stuff they said gotcha so, yeah so you just have to be careful
1: uh, it was fun I like that one
2: <laughs> it's fun doing them though you know it's not nice. I like like doing them because again my I sound kind of innocent and stuff so it's like fun to do mean stuff
1: and it because it, it's a dynamic right? The mm-hmm. dynamic is you look so innocent. You have a, a sweet little voice and then you come at them with, you know, like your penis Eagle. is small. <laughs> yeah. <Eagle. laughs> like like so, some of the shit that you were saying to him, I was like, oh, all right. Damn. Got him. <laughs> it,
0: it, was, it, it, was, it was really cool. It was really cool.
2: Yeah, it was fun.
0: What's some of the best things that they've said to you when they're roasting you? Like something that you were really like, ooh, they got me
2: um well i kind of found it annoying because all of the men will always make up that i've had an abortion for some reason i've never actually had one i'm pro it i will have one if anything tries to grow inside me but i've never had one and i would give them so much information but every time i did a roast they would make like a couple of abortion jokes i was like what is going on but i think one made a good abortion joke which again i haven't had an abortion but it was something like my vagina being like brexit and people trying to drop some pounds or something i don't know anyway i can't remember that was a bad one to reference but it's been so long ago you guys should have told me before you're gonna ask me this. this is like two years ago since i did these i can't someone call me a horse girl i feel yeah. like that was relevant um uh, that's yeah. all right
1: all right so listen check this out i want to know what future plans we have where where are we going? Are we gonna? I mean, it, it, I don't know if you watch the news, but <laughs> it's starting, they say it's starting to get worse. I don't know how much you know stand up we have in the future. I do see you doing pop up spots here and there, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, all those.
1: What's future looking like? Or what, what do you want? Be-
2: it's going to be fine. <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, Yeah, like, you know, the winter will make it hard for those pop-up shows, but just have to... We, like, I think comedians will adapt. We're addicted to being on stage and stuff, so you just keep doing it. Like, I did a show indoors the other day, and it was just, like, the people were spaced out. Like, it was pretty shit. The outdoor shows are better, but it's a good replacement. And then, like, you can just go where it's sunny. Like, maybe some comedians will go to L.A. I don't know if I will, but... um. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think comedy's gonna die now. And then there's like fucking TikTok and Instagram and these Zoom shows. It's not as good, but it's it's the mm. outlet, you know. Yeah. And acting and sketches. So there's loads of stuff you can do, you know.
1: Would would you like to try that one day? Like getting to maybe be on a show or
2: Yeah, yeah I roll a pilot. Nobody's asking for it, so there's no <laughs> point in me writing it. I just did it myself. What's you know? the
0: premise? What's the premise?
2: Um it's the Irish girl gets married to stay here.
0: So now yeah. you'd like do you have plans that I mean have you shopped it around? Have you tried to get no, it in the right hands or no, just, just wrote it?
2: Just was like, fuck it, I should write it and learn how to do it and have it in my back pocket if anybody sees me. Like this would've been a good year for me because I was on like some some stuff but who wasn't but i also think is that like um if it weren't for the pandemic i wouldn't have done any of this so like tiktok and stuff like that so i think a lot of comedians and sketches and stuff like that and i in mean, but yeah no sorry to answer your question i just wrote it for myself i'm sure nobody will ever ask me for it
1: you never know
2: but yeah it's just good to have in your back pocket i guess plus it's fun it's just something else to overwork myself with.
0: You feel the the like the need or like the pressure to constantly be creating, especially yeah. now with the pandemic. Like I need to put out stuff on social to do this, yeah. to do that.
2: I'm a complete psychopath with that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I need to be doing something all the time, and I'm always doing like I do TikTok, I do Twitter, I do Instagram, I do Zoom shows, I do all of the outdoor shows, whatever I could do, and even the guy I'm seeing now, he's a this is really embarrassing but he's a dj but i've been like trying to push him into doing dj tiktok like i don't need, why am i doing i don't need to do that and i'm like yeah, 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 just yeah. my brain i'm yeah. like i have like add or something i'm insane i can't stop so
1: you got it you're channeling your inner gary v do you know who he is
2: you know what? He just said that to me last night. He was like, "You sound like Gary V." And I didn't want to say I didn't know who that was. So I was like, "I'll just Google that later." But I forgot to Google it, so I'm going to write it down. Is Gary V a comedian?
1: Oh man! Is he the
2: guy who did the I'm, I'm he did the stuff on Twitter?
1: We're going to change your life right now. Are you ready for this? Who, who? Gary V is going to change the way you think starting tomorrow morning.
2: Well, if I already think like him, then he's not going to change it. <laughs> Hold on. He's
0: He's not a comedian. He's not a comedian. No, he's not a comedian. He's He's an entrepreneur. entrepreneur.
1: Oh. And he, uh, as far as advertising and using social media to the best of your ability, personally, you'll win. (laughs) That's what I'll say. You'll win.
2: I'm excited.
1: So check. Yeah, definitely check him out. And I bet you'll be even stronger on social media. Oh, yeah. curses a lot. a good listen.
2: Okay, good. Well, now I'm glad I can go back and be like, I know who Gary Vee is.
1: <laughs> Katie, thank you so, so much for taking time out of your night to chill with us. Uh, thank you. I think you're like new, uh, well, for me, new up and coming awesome NYC fucking comedian that I, 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 I find very funny and hopefully one day we'll
0: get out there and check you out. Where can people find you on
2: uh, it's the web? At, at Katie Boyle comic on everything. So Katie Boyle Comics. It looks like Katie Boy Le Comique but it's not She's but I've had it for years so there's no going back that's how it reads that's how it fucking reads it looks like I'm a fucking French person and I'm not so
0: Katie Boy Le Comique Boy Le
2: he, he Boy Le Comique everybody messages me about it I'm like yeah I fucking know you hacks uh,
0: um yeah well PSP me and Arch sound. we're gonna try to come out to the city and catch a set for sure
2: yeah I do it's fun
0: um
1: Last thing, do me a favor, on a scale of one to five, one being dog shit, don't talk to me anymore, or five being not bad, how's my Irish accent? Are you ready? Okay, go. Katie, how you doing?
2: Say more stuff. You just said, how you doing? Okay. It just <laughs> sounded a, like I'm, you know I'm, 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 <laughs> All
1: right, here we go. Ready? <laughs> Katie, how are you doing? I just want to let you know I, I'm doing some comedy. It's not for the money, but it's for the love. It sounds more mm. Scottish
0: I think <laughs> than Irish. You
2: sa- yeah, you sound like um when your man that Scottish guy pretends to be an Irish person in that movie. What was that movie? ah uh, then p.s i love you anyway there's like a scottish <laughs> guy and he's trying to do an irish accent that's what it sounded like so yeah it was a bit scottish irish
1: katie i'll take a hard three on that thank you very much for being <laughs> our, our 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 guest seriously yeah uh, very you. very funny and uh we wish you the best of luck
2: uh thank you so much for having me i hope i make it and then you guys will be like oh that was worth 45 <laughs> minutes <laughs>
0: awesome all right bye thank you so much you appreciate it have a great, so
2: have a great life uh, thank you. Don't get COVID. <laughs> Bye.
0: Bye-bye.
1: <laughs> that right there was a lot of fun. I mean, it's not every podcast episode I could talk about my arse. Uh, the Shift podcast, you can find her at katieboylecomic.com. Katie Boyle, hopefully we get to see her out in the venue soon when this bullshit quarantine is over for that being said Rocco tell the people what they want to hear
0: if you'd rather be on a yacht than sitting in your mom's basement smoking pot and you think it's fucked up that's considered eating outside when you're in a closed off tent in a fucking parking lot then you're listening to not these two fucking guys podcast we out